Welcome to The Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I'm chatting with the owner-operator of Cheesy Mike's Food Emporium, a food stall serving uh, cheese-focused, upscale comfort food. Please welcome Mike Boggs. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's going on, Rob? Thanks for thanks for coming through. Like when you, you say cheese, when cheese is in your name, you know your boy Rob Lee, whose birthday I believe is on uh, National Cheese Day. You know I gotta reach out. I gotta I gotta chat with you. When is National Cheese Day? Be honest with you. Apparently it's January twentieth. Apparently that's the day. Uh, there gotta be so many different national days of something. Yeah, every day now. Most of a BS. I feel like <laughs> just like <laughs> big marketing. You know. Yeah, there was something weird. I don't remember. Oh, whatever. I can't remember. It was some weird national hot dog day or something like that. I think today is pie day or what have you, right? As we're recording yeah. this in 314. Yeah. That's funny. So I want to start off with um getting getting the um those vital stats for those who are undipped. Describe your work and um why'd you decide to open uh cheesy mics? Uh well, uh it was a concept that me and my business partner had um thought about during the pandemic um i was moonlighting as a dj before we decided to do this but the pandemic kind of took that all away so i was sitting at home basically making concept menu with different items and all that stuff trying to find a spot we actually just made a call at the mount vernon marketplace and um they had openings so we went over there and just made it we went through the whole process and everything and um it took a while because of the pandemic they weren't allowed to have people inside and all that stuff but anyway we're um, a small food stall about 250 square feet uh we have just a commie oven that we use to cook all of our food so it takes a lot of prep and it's basically like pub grub um with a cheese folk is more like a like your remix of a carry local carry out joint yeah. instead of better quality food um than your typical corner carry out you know if you ever catch my drift it's yeah. like sometimes you get a, like a greasy cheese steak that's just like not good yeah and so you know i'm trying to do it my little bit away to yeah. um, improve that type of uh, food because nobody even though i mean everybody deserves to eat good you know what i'm saying yeah. I'm eating eating crap food like that i don't know um so yeah that's uh pretty much what we do over there we're open um, six days a week yeah. uh we'll close on mondays um we stay open late on fridays and saturdays to like 10 o'clock yeah. but we open um daily at 12 i dig it i dig it um so you know, reading that is that it's that focus, as you said, like pub grub, comfort food. So, what food comforts you? What when you think of like a comfort food, what comes to mind for you? And like, what are some of those staples? And um, and lastly, um, for you, where do the recipes come from? Is it from like experience? Is it from like yep. yo, this is something we used to make in college? Like, what's that situation? Yeah, I've uh, I've been a cook since oh, I've been in the hospitality business for twenty five years, and um, I've been done nightclub management of uh, cooking um dj all that stuff bartending and um you know i just over those years just had stuff in my head that i always wanted to try um, um so our staples at cheesy mics it's like uh, we have uh small plates for people that want something lighter than a big giant meal like yeah. our cheesesteak our cheesesteak egg rolls are our top seller yeah. uh, we also have our um we got like 
pretzel dog bite, something like that. Just like to drink beer and eat pretzel hot dogs and stuff sounds like a good deal to me sometimes. <laughs> um, we also have empanadas, kind of more of Americano empanada, but people love it. Yeah. Um, and if you're really hungry, we do have three different types of grilled cheeses. All of them, um, all the three grilled cheeses we have are vegetarian, so there's no meat in them. Yeah. And um, for our, we have a the, we have the cheesesteak egg rolls, which is like a smaller version of the plates that we have there. And then we also have the French dip, which is more of a cheesesteak variant, yeah. but it's just just meat and cheese and a nice crispy baguette and it goes and you know you dip it into i call it meat juice or meat soup um so it's it's called aju yeah for for uh french terms of it and um you know i all those recipes are in my head and as far as food that's comforting if the food is good it's always going to come from me always (laughs) i dig it i dig it um yeah, I mean, I think if you have an interest in food and you know what tastes good and what flavors go together, oh, yeah. it's just that opportunity has to come come about. And that's that's kind of what I look for sometimes. Like, um, I've always kind of been like one of these guys that I'm a food nerd. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I take an interest and it's like, oh, this is how this goes together. And sometimes you get experimenting in the kitchen. You're like, okay, all right, let's figure this out. And then I would imagine, you know, as as a business owner, you have to make like certain choices that you're like, all right, this is a really good idea. I don't know if it fits to scale. Yeah. So, so tell me about that. Well, we do do specials. They're kind of off what off concept sometimes, yeah. but uh, we do, we, we make sure our menu is consistent with the kitchen that we have. Cause well, like you said, we have a very small kitchen, uh, a very small, small copy of it that I do all the cooking and it's all short order. You know, we have to get that thing pretty much out there. So, you know, it's a lot of, uh, it's, it's not your traditional kitchen. We don't have a fryer. We yeah. don't have, we have, a, I have an instant pot that I use to make sauces, um, a steam table that holds all of the other sauces all day long. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, t- not your typical <laughs> traditional kitchen, yeah. but we, I make it work. I mean, that's, one of my best traits. I, I'm very resourceful. So, um, you know, we make it work. It's very well. I mean, I would love to have a full kitchen. I mean, sky's the limit from that. But um, yeah. uh, did I answer that question correctly? No, 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 no. Um, no, you you had it. You had it. And uh. it's funny because I saw the prep. I, I came by... Um, I was there on Friday and I just saw you just working and I was like, I'm not even even going to interrupt my man. I I turned around and left out. I was like, I will talk to him next week. Uh, But it was one of those things where because I I respect the grind um, and I respect like the the prep work. Like when people are are doing it and you're working and being resourceful, it's just like, look, I'm I'm chopping up a thousand whatevers. Like I've seen people do their chicken. They're doing like empanadas or what have you. Not, you know, just in other people I know. And you're like, all right, you got a knife in your hand. Let me not interrupt you with my, with my BS. <laughs> uh, you could have said hi, man. I would have said something. <laughs> I was like, yo, Mike. <laughs> I would have turned around like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I need an order now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I think, I think what is in there in, in the space that you're, you're operating in there, 
it's so many different options of, of different things. And I, mm-hmm. I'm generally a creature of um, a, per, a person that's a creature of habit. So I go to the same places, but I find that I don't do that there. And, you know, it's just like, I'll be between two buns at one point and I'll mm-hmm. go to the brown rice and then I'll go to pinch and I'm just hitting different spots in there. And it's just like, what's the taste? Fishnet is my go-to at this point and oh, yeah. the bomber all the time. Yeah. I love that catfish over there. I just eat the catfish. I don't try to eat a lot too much bread, Yeah, but that catfish, Fish is on point. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, a- a- as a chef, tell me, tell me about like when it comes to your food and how how you present your food. Really, what do you want people to take about it? Take from it, and I think it has to do with that comfort piece. But what do you want people to take from it? Because you touched on it earlier, you know, people should have good food. You yeah, know, really. We put a lot of effort into it. Um, I I put a lot of effort to it, and uh, we. Uh, Presentations always keyed for me. Um, we always putting like some microgreens on top of things. Always, yeah. um, you know, just presentations always key. You know, keep keep coming back. So this guy's putting in effort with the food, and you know, we want to keep that uh, keep that consistent as possible. Yeah, and um, that's that's pretty much. Yeah, the standard. I mean, they'll come back, and people eat with their eyes too. Like, yeah, yes, you can do. have something that's very, that's very tasty, done very well. But no, if the presentation is off, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people buy with their eyes, and it's funny because they see the food come out. Once they see it on their plate, they're like, "Whoa, I bought too much." <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, they'll be have one in the box to take it home. But sometimes I see people kill it, but it's uh, mostly like, "Wow, it's a lot of food." <laughs> I've I've gone to to different restaurants or what have you, and I'll sit there and I'll see something come out. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah. me, yo, can I get that too?" Like, what did they yeah. get? Yeah, based, we, based on what it looks like, we get that a lot. So it was like, well, who's cheesy Mike? Some people that <laughs> go to their marketplace, they stay on one side of the building, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll come back around, like, and see what's going on over here. It was like, oh, I didn't know this was back here. I've been coming here for years. I mean, like, well, uh, here we are. Yeah, try us, try us out. <laughs> <laughs> pull up, get, you know, get a sandwich. What are you doing? <laughs> um, so, also, you know, you touched on earlier the background and, and being a, a DJ or what have you for, yeah. for for quite some time. Tell me about that shift to, you know, kind of focusing a bit more. And I, and I think you were touching on it earlier. Just you were you were doing that moonlighting thing, and yeah. it made sense to kind of open up this concept. So, like, what was the thinking in, in going there? Was it something that you're like, I really want to do more of the kitchen stuff? Well, tell me about that. DJ was always my thing. I always mm-hmm. wanted to do it. That was part of. The- of moving up to up to Baltimore, going to cooking school, I did it. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do it at that time. I, mean, I don't know, but anyway, a lot of cooks don't get paid very well, so I had to find another hustle and just working uh, during the days, cooking, and then going moonlighting two to- two three times a week to DJ at bars all over the city. I've been. I think I've covered every single part of the city. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that for a while. I still do. I still love it. Mm. I just don't have time for it right now. Um, I tried to stay in the loop far as with the DJ culture and the crowds and all that stuff. Yeah. I think I might get a little too old to go to bars, though. No. <laughs> but, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, I think that the whole pandemic really changed the game with people going on online and streaming and stuff. That's kind of 
where I want to be these days. Yeah. Um, so, you know, work on the business. I just do DJ for fun now. I mean, it's not more of a, I'm not relying on that income anymore. So it's just great. And I play all types of stuff. Um, I dig it. All, all different types of genre. So, and in, in, in you, so you have that that background. Is I think it's really it's, it's rather unique as a you know a, like a veteran DJ and a chef that you you've been doing your thing for quite some time and having the the food you know the 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 cooking school knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so share a piece of advice you provide to someone interested in going in either or kind of making that that pivot and focusing on. Uh, a, a set of skills that might be a little different than other because you have like <sighs> chef and you have the DJ and those things don't don't seem like they really complement each other all the time. No, no it's, you don't have a, it's it's you got to juggle time a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, please, please. Uh, um, yeah, well, if, if, as far as chef is concerned, um, it takes a lot of work. It's uh you uh, really <clears throat> to be dedicated and stand on your feet a long time, <laughs> and um. You always got to believe in your believe in yourself and your product. Um, and uh, something I'm still always working on constantly with myself is taking criticism, constructive criticism. And um, you know, not everybody's going to like your food or something like that. And mm-hmm. I have to work on that sometimes. And that's part of the game as well. It's you, but if you continue to prove yourself, you all the the good all the good positive will outweigh that negative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, um so I'm just, don't always follow the recipes that you, even if it's on paper, you have to tinker with things here and there to improve the product. That's something that comes along with tasting and just, uh, just repetition. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of adjectives to it. It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things I've, I've heard from people where you'd be surprised, like, uh, like not you obviously, but people would be surprised that somebody's cooking doesn't taste their own food. Sometimes it's like you need I, to know what you're doing. <laughs> like, what are you making? Well, yeah, that's part. That's weird. It is no, it's not weird. It's kind of common with chefs. You know, you cooking food all day long, and you taste it, and it's like, okay, it's good, but you don't really eat. Yeah. And then you get home, and you're starving, and you're eating like ramen noodles and stuff. You know. Yeah. I normally do that. That's what I do. I do. <laughs> um, junk food, and I guess like, damn, I should have ate one of those uh, corned beef sandwiches. Sort of bought it home, but I'm like, I don't even want to make it. <laughs> like, I just want a Snickers right now. <laughs> um, so, what what surprises you, like, from your vantage point in, in having the stall? What, su- what surprises you about like like consumers' dining habits, what have you? Like, do they? Like try to pair what you're doing with like a other stand. You see a lot of like, yo, why do you have that juice with this? This is not going to work for you, sir. <laughs> like, tell me about some of the dining habits that that you've seen from your vantage point. Well, it, I mean, people have their weird habits, and that's fine. Um, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to sit there and judge whatsoever. Um, so I'm just um. Uh, my that, the answer to that question, I wrote it down. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you read. You definitely prep prepped. I was like, oh, I was like, I did. You, I was like, how much did you write? <laughs> oh, I did prep. I did write. I did it all in like an hour. I was sitting here like, all right, let's get this. Let's write this down. Anyway, uh, but uh, I don't really. Nothing really surprised me. My goal is to keep them coming back and trying different foods yeah. and and um. And you know, as like more people come and eat at Cheesy Mike's, that's the good habit I want from our cust guest. And and you know, we keep on building. I can have 
more equipment and to do other things. No, yeah. I don't know. It was a, that was a that was a trick. I'm not a trick question. That was kind of a tough question for me to answer. So I, I mean, I want the consumers. To, I'm not going to be judging them whatsoever. No, no. I, and I think there. I think there's no judgment in it. But I think like, what do those pairings look like? Is what I look for. So like, sometimes I'll find that I go there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get like a sandwich from between two buns. I'm going to get a burger or what have you. Yeah. I might get like the tots from over there, like fish. Now I might be making my own like yeah. curated menu based on the different stalls there. So a lot of the guests do like French fries and like potatoes. Yeah. I don't have, have a fryer. Yeah. I don't have a fryer. I don't have that luxury to make it. Plus I don't want to be stepped on anybody else's toes. Cause the whole plan at the marketplace is to not have the same stuff at different places. Yeah. So, you know, so there's more, more, um, more, uh, choices. Yeah. Instead of the, you know, everybody, this person has French fries, this person has French fries, this person has French fries. Yeah. But these are cheesy uh, Mike's fries. Like, what are you saying? Yeah. Guys? <laughs> I, I serve my sandwiches with kettle chips and yeah. uh, pickle slice. And the sandwich is basically the star, not the French fries or, that you know what i'm saying i dig it yeah. <laughs> um so uh let's see tell me about um who comes to mind like uh what comes to mind in terms of a a memorable meal and i know that that's oh that's, let me that, get started yeah that could be a challenge but tell me about a memorable oh. meal and give me those details dude i have wrote this down there's a lot of memorable, <laughs> memorable meals i love all types of food but like ethiopian food is it's like if I'm on it, I mean, mm-hmm. if it's if I feel like it, that's probably memorable every single time. I just love eating it. I can't eat it all the time, but it's mm-hmm. delicious. Also, ikiban and bird chicken. Mm. Those are my favorite chicken spots. I know there's <laughs> other ones. I'm missing some, but I mean, those two are mine. Um, lobster rolls from Maine. Oh, mm-hmm. Maine lobster rolls. Anywhere they have them, I'm getting one. <laughs> um, also, I, me and my um, wife have traveled a lot, so we uh, I had escargot for lunch mm-hmm. in a cafe in Paris once, top notch. That's dope. You know, you know escargot, right? Snails, yeah, yeah. hell yeah, it was delicious. And you know, uh, every little kiosk they got over there in Europe with yeah. like they're selling these freshly made emmethaler and ham sandwiches, so good, they're on point. <sighs> Sounds great. Just like so slightly spread of mustard, and I'm just like I'm all over it. And it's like <laughs> at the train station or their 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 uh, convenience store considered a Seven Eleven. They got better food, convenience store food over there, fresh food. Yeah. <laughs> that processed stuff. <laughs> um, and also, I've been in Austria once um, for like a hot second, and um, they mm-hmm. had hot dog stands everywhere, and their hot dogs were awesome. Um, also, Sunday roast at Ireland and in the UK were memorable meals, yeah. lamb roast with Yorkshire pudding, and I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. I like all types of stuff. Um, and um, king crab legs is if I can get a good price on king crab legs, I'm eating them joints every single day. I'm <laughs> telling you, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> I, I like that. And I do that too, where because I heard a lot of travel with like the food, like that that memory, those memories are attached in that way. Yeah. I, I like that, and you know, I the last place I actually traveled was like Rhode Island, and I just remember you know in Providence, and there are a lot of like cooking schools up there. So this hospitality industry is pretty big up there. Yeah, 
and just you know, I had I definitely had lobster rolls right before everything kind of started going up in price. Oh yeah, and I was like, yo, it's so much butter in this. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> they have the lobster rolls are so good, but the the more the price, the smaller the sandwich gets. And I'm that's just what like, I noticed. Yeah, it's like sliders now. It's not even a big sandwich. <laughs> it's yeah, mostly, it's like mostly bread. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this is great toast, uh, yeah. but still, uh, can we do something different? Yeah, and, more more lobster, please. <laughs> And I mean, like, I, I kind of pin those things together. So, like, my favorite place to go is, uh, in terms of travel, is, like, New Orleans. And I haven't really traveled much outside of the country, but New Orleans, in, in, ter- in terms of the country, is for me. And it's purely for those those food things. And each time I go down there, I have a new highlight. And it's like, I pretty much get the same thing. i got to hit the staples. And yeah. I'll try something that's a little different. But um, each time I go back, it's like, all right. The uh, beignets were better this time. Oh, okay, this time the crawfish were a lot better, and, and so mm. on. So yeah, I have never. I'm not a big fan of crawfish, and don't kill me. I had never been to New Orleans. I'm still working on it. So <laughs> I'm actually, I'm thinking about booking the trip to see my boys down there. They, he lives in Pensacola. So I might, I might make that trip down there once. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had not been there yet. I've heard about good things, great things about it. It's it's. It's worth it's worth your time. I think it's worth your time. I want to try some alligator. Do you have alligator down there? Um, I so I I had a like alligator is my favorite animal, so I always have an issue with that, right? Oh, um, okay. But but here's <laughs> the thing. I my understanding is so you know how like like for instance here you you have like rye whiskey. You have to have a certain percentage of rye for it to be classified as rye whiskey. Mm. So it's not going to be 100 percent rye. It might be like 51 percent rye. Gotcha. So that's the same thing with the alligator sausage. You'll get one, and it's like this is the acceptable amount for me to call this alligator. It's mostly pork <laughs> or chicken, and then you have a bit of alligator like in the in the the mix of the meat that goes into the casing. That's disappointing. Uh yes. <laughs> I, I never had alligator sauce. I've had alligator like fritters and stuff. Yeah. And I, now I'm questioning myself that that actually had anything in it. <laughs> it's worth looking at. I mean, but I, I don't know if you can even notice it. It's probably like whatever tastes like swamp. You know, like whatever, whatever swampy. I've had frog legs. This is good. They taste like a uh, crab. crab really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, like the, the muscles. I mean, I'm hopeful we're not scaring anybody. But, but for talking about other animals and stuff but uh yeah they taste like crab meat like lump crab meat and i had it in a dr on my honeymoon and it was delicious i i was one like you know true chesapeake they they do that thing i think they have um uh uh, the snakehead fish i think they have that on the menu oh yeah i haven't tried that yet it's an invasive species yeah so they're they're trying to fish them all out and i heard they're really good so, so it's on I my list. Try it. It's yeah. on my list. I got to try it. Um, so I got one more real question, and then I got a couple rapid fire questions for you. So um, sure, sure. Let's let's hit this one real quick. Um, speak on the connection. You know, converging like with food and music, and really, I want to get to the root of it. What are you playing in the kitchen? Like maybe during prep time. What what does that sound like? Well, uh, as a DJ, but back in the day, I used to make mixtapes and then bring them to the kitchen, and nice. you know have everybody listening to it but that got old quick because uh, i couldn't keep up <laughs> like, okay, i can't listen to the same stuff over and over again but anyway um no we, we not only does cheesy mics try to strive for good food we um also want to build a vibe mm-hmm. uh, we want people to actually sit down and eat our food and listen to some good music um yeah. and you know it's 
it works. And uh, what we do there at uh, Cheesy Mike's is um, I, I'm on my Twitch. Uh, I don't know what the word is. I am a Twitch nerd, <laughs> especially since I started it. Um, I have two laptops and I hook them up to my TVs and I put the Twitch DJs on all my yeah. favorite Twitch DJs and put them through the speakers. And that's where the music's coming from. Um, I've got to know a couple guys from Sacramento and Toronto that are, I show them love. They show me love. They give shouts outs over the speakers. People are like, where's that coming from? How did you do that? So they're right on the TV. That's live right now. So, you know, uh, now we try to feature Baltimore DJs and yeah. you know anybody that loans the music is kid friendly <laughs> yeah. ish. I say ish, but uh, not too crazy. Yeah. No, but we play a lot of uh, uh we go from house music. We do uh, UK garage. We do hip, of course hip hop, rare grooves. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a type of cool thing. A lot of DJs be playing on the streaming services um and uh, older old school funk music like all this all the west coast funk yeah. funkadelic uh, I, it's everywhere and it's great i love it, all of it and it, and, and it also gives and people are actually listening it's like the original samples of songs yeah that these that the the newer generation are sampling off of and these are the originals and i love listening to the originals and finding the different parts of particular songs that go into the newer songs and it's kind of neat i don't know i'm a big nerd i'm a big nerd with food music video games and space so (laughs) well i mean you gotta like the stuff that you like and there's some overlap there so we're we're speaking the same language Um, all right so i think that we've established a fair amount of goodwill here Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're we're linking up here. We're talking food, talking music, we're talking all types of good stuff. Now it's time to get rid of all of that goodwill I've created with some rapid fire questions. All right, <laughs> let's do it. All right. Um, so, what are three ingredients that are always in your home kitchen, like your home refrigerator? Like you always have this. It's always I always got garlic. I always have. What are three ingredients that you always have at home? Butter. <laughs> uh, shoot. Butter, garlic, and salt. Good. That's, I mean, those, I don't, yeah, okay. that's all. What is the last song that you played? The last song that I played? Um, shoot, that was last night, I don't know. Or that you listened know. to today. I, just, I would imagine you've had the earbuds in today. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, what was I listening to today? Um, See, I'm going to kind of bore you. I was listening to sports radio. So, so I didn't really listen to anything today. I guess, like, no, that's not true. I was listening to Drake. They were playing a lot of Drake songs uh, on the the uh, sports radio stations. As yeah. you know, their, their intro and outro and all that stuff. You know? yeah. So, yeah, that's why I heard that. Okay, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Very, very light skin of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, a, yeah I, was, I listen to a lot of DC sports. Uh, I'm a big DC sports fan, except for baseball. I'm an Orioles fan, but um, yeah, you get it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Good, good news on that that whole situation getting sorted out because uh, I'm a long time life lifelong Orioles fan, and I was like, I'd rather watch them lose than not at all. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it's millionaires versus billionaires. I get it's still annoying between how they try mm-hmm. to. 
Uh, it's I could talk about that all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last two I have for you. Um, this is a fill in. No, I'm going to leave the fill in the blank one for last. Okay. What are your top three cheeses? Like, what are your go to three cheeses? Blue cheese goes well with wings all the time. Okay. So no questions okay. asked on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also love uh, Gruyere cheese. Um, it's a. Uh, I believe it's from Switzerland. I no, I could be wrong. I can't remember. I think Gruyere is French. Ermenthaler might be Switzerland. Yes, you're right. I think uh, they make Gruyere cheese in different places. I yeah. believe. Um, and then I like uh, Vermont cheddar. I love cheddar. The the agey, the better. Yeah. The more aged, the better. It's just, it's so sharp. That goes well with so much good sandwiches. It's expensive as a devil, though. Yeah. I like you, we, we have similar cheese taste. So I'll give you that. And I, I remember it was a go-to that no one gives me credit for. And it's, it's a custom pizza. I used to get a thin crust with, um, it's ridiculous. Um, it was like regular, you know, pizza cheese or what have you, the blue cheese, um, some broccoli, a little bit of spinach oh, and yeah. that blue cheese, what pops so well, something about when you change the, the temperature on a certain cheese, yep. the flavor changes and it's very good. Yeah. I, that's why blue cheeses is the best <laughs> <laughs> i like how you ranked them by the way <laughs> yeah i mean blue cheese with wings it's just like oh just like no, nothing more no, nothing more uh good than that i think last question i have um sure. uh, fill in the blank uh being a chef means uh being a chef means what being a chef me has hard work. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. And also and very satisfying, to be honest, which I like how people like the food. Um mm. and that gives me a good uh good vibe. Yeah. A little dopamine hit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um that's pretty much all the questions that I have. I want to thank you for being on the podcast and yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I want to invite you to tell the fine folks where to uh, check you out and where to buy some cheese. <laughs> buy buy some right. of your food. <laughs> so, uh we are located in the Mount Vernon Marketplace, Cheese Mike's Food Emporium, 520 Park Avenue. Uh we are in the Mount Vernon district. Uh, we are inside that joint next to the local oyster and the taps beer garden bar um uh, you can also find us on the instagram at um cheesy mics yeah. just look up search cheesy mics and then uh our website is bemorecheesy.com to place your order through our square menu doordash or grubhub so there you have it, folks. Um, I want to again thank Mike Boggs from Cheesy Mike's Food Emporium for coming on to the podcast. And I'm Rob Lee saying that there is food in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. Mm-hmm.